from the Swiss Alps to the Canadian Rockies, celebrating unique connections between Switzerland and Canada. Brought to you by the Swiss representations in Canada. Hello and welcome to this edition of the podcast from the Alps to the Rockies. My name is Urs Obrist. I'm the Senior Science and Technology Counselor at the Embassy of Switzerland in Canada. It is my pleasure to welcome today Pascal Prince, Market Manager Canada and Trade Manager Central USA at Switzerland Tourism and also the Chair of the Canadian Chapter of the European Travel Commission. Pascal Prince grew up in the canton of Graubünden. Shortly after finishing his university studies in St. Gallen and Paris, he began his career as project manager at the Office for Tourism and Economic Promotion in the capital city of Graubünden called Chur. He then worked for the Swiss Ministry of Foreign Affairs and Swiss Ministry of Economic Affairs before settling in North America, first working for Switzerland Tourism in New York and since November 2017 in Toronto. So welcome, Pascal Prince. It is nice to have found time to chat with you in a time that must be extremely busy for you. Thank you very much. It's great to be on the show. Looking at your career path, it would seem a natural fit that you work in the hospitality industry today. Could you describe what made a young high school student in Kur leap into the wide world with work stints in Bangkok, Washington, Berlin, and New York? My family, my sister, who I love dearly, my parents, who I love dearly, they have encouraged me to see the world. We traveled as teenagers and uh, my sister told me, you know, go to high school, you, you should sign up and go to university. So I, I am very grateful to my family. And then also already my grandparents were in Switzerland. You know, my grandpa lived in Surain, which is the very far corner of Graubünden. And my grandma lived in the very southern corner in the Poschiavo. So maybe they already showed me that if you travel and if you're curious, your life will be rewarded with uh, good experiences. Great. Um, that's probably something everybody can share as an experience. As you say, if you take a trip, then you'll experience something. Uh, when I looked at your uh, curriculum, I saw that, for example, you had a very interesting stint in Bangkok, in Thailand, at a restaurant called Cabbages and Condoms. You would expect that I'm interested to hear more about the concept of this uniquely named house. <laughs> yes, um, this was a partnership between the University of St. Gallen and the University in Bangkok. Uh, Cabbages and Condoms is a great NGO that... Uh, works in the H AIDS, HIV prevention. And uh, in simple terms, it was that guests spend uh, overnights or eat at these restaurants called cabbages and condoms. And then this is used for people that they use condoms to protect themselves from HIV AIDS. And uh, yeah, I mean, this really opened my eyes. I learned so much. I was very young, 22, 23. And it really opened my eyes to the world to be curious and to be open to other cultures and other people. Are there any other adventures that you could share with us uh, when you were <laughs> young and traveling the world? Uh, yeah, I mean, definitely, again, my parents always made travel a big priority and they took us to, to we went to Thailand or we went to Hong Kong. I will never forget that. 
we traveled, of course, within Switzerland, but also within Europe and North America. And um, yeah, my, my parents already, they lived in South Africa for four years. And they, I was actually born in Venezuela, in Caracas. My dad was working as an engineer for Sulzer Winterthur. Um, so, so I guess that's why they have always told me, you know, go out and try your luck. And um, I hope they're proud of me. I, I'm sure they can be today. As I said, you work for uh, Switzerland Tourism, a brand that is known worldwide for its masterful campaigns and marvelous photographic uh, mise-en-scene of Switzerland's natural beauty. Can you describe Switzerland Tourism a bit in more details and which role uh, you cover here in Toronto? Yeah, of course. So our, our mandate is to promote Switzerland as a leisure and Congress destination. So in simple terms, that means in the case of Canada, we have an office in Toronto and we try to bring as many Canadians over to Switzerland on vacation or for business travel as possible. And as you can imagine, it's been a very difficult year during or year and a half during the pandemic, but I'm sure we will talk about this later on. Mm -hmm. And when we look at Switzerland and Canada specifically, one might consider it a challenge to sell mountains or beautiful landscapes and nature writ large to Canadians, given that all of this can be found here in Canada in abundance as well. So what can you let us know is the main draw for Canadians to travel to Switzerland? Yeah, I get this good question. I get this question a lot. And I actually explain it exactly the other way around. I think people who love nature, I grew up in the, in the mountains. So I love obviously the Swiss Alps, but I love the Rockies too. And I actually really like the name of this podcast. So I think Canadians have an appreciation for nature, for mountains. And often, you know, they want to see nature and mountains in other parts of the world. So my wish is always when Canadians or Americans come to Europe, they have to see the Swiss Alps. That's a must. And usually when they come back or very often when they come back, they write me or call me and say, hey, Pascal, you were right. It looks even more beautiful on the pictures. The, the cheese is, uh, you know, delicious. And um, yeah, I had a wonderful time. So I think people who like nature want to see nature in other parts of the world. Is there any focus also to, to kind of mention some of the differences, what, what Switzerland can offer as a different place to visit? Absolutely. And I mean, really, the difference between Canadian nature and uh, Swiss nature is the convenience. Uh, you know, often maybe I, I make the joke that you can bring your poodle, you can bring up your dog to the restaurant on top of a mountain. There is always a gondola. There's always a chairlift. There is a washroom, uh, you, you know, you can eat something delicious for the whole family. Nature in Canada is, is very beautiful, but it's a bit more work. If you go outdoors, you have to bring your water, you have to bring your food, it, you have to organize much more. And I, I think we in Switzerland, we really do a great job at making nature very, very accessible for everybody. And those who want to hike, they can. And those who want to take the gondola up and just enjoy the scenery or the mountains, they can do so as well. Do people actually show some interest in uh, Switzerland's history? Uh, very much, very much so. And this is also one of the things I love about the Canadian travel traveler. 
Canadians are very curious. So besides nature, they also love history. They like our castles. They like our gastronomy. Uh, they also like our culture a lot. So they often also visit our museums, our cities, our boutique towns. So we call them attractions tour. They really like to see, I would say, the many smiling faces of Switzerland when they visit our country. Right. And this obviously sounds extremely nice and pleasant in any regular year, but obviously since the pandemic has hit the world, uh, the whole tourism industry has had uh, most difficult months uh, to cope with, uh, probably affected you as well. What were your main challenges, frustrations maybe, or in the last yeah. year yeah. and a half? I mean, I don't believe in, in complaining and um, looking back too much. I think we can learn a lot and we have learned a lot. It has been a very frustrating and a difficult time. I mean, our overnights from Canada went down by over 80%. You know, there were times where you couldn't really tr travel and it was dark. You know, I will not, you know, hide that for sure. But now I, I check every morning the, the fully vaccinated rate of Canadians is almost 50%. So this gives me hope. Uh, flights are resuming and... Um, we need to look ahead. We have vaccines now and um, the, the future looks good. And we are convinced Switzerland is actually well positioned as a clean and a safe country for a first uh, post-pandemic transatlantic destination. And that's very much our focus right now. Mm -hmm. Were there any positive experiences uh, during the COVID time where you said, oh, as dark as it is, uh, there's still a glimmer of hope somewhere? <laughs> yeah, I give you two. Uh, on a personal note, in my neighborhood where I live in Toronto, there was um, a child who hung up the joke of the day. So you could send an email every day to, I guess, jokeofthedaday at gmail.com. And this child hung up every day something that made me laugh. And I really needed that. I think we all needed that. Um, sometimes it was, it was cold, it was dark, and the days were, were long and lots of calls. Um, on a professional note, I would say what's been really nice is how we have really worked together as partners. And when things get difficult, it really shows if it's a true partnership or if you just say that. And it's been really, really nice to see how we all, you know, work together with all the partners in Switzerland, the destinations, the mountains, the cities, the trains, but also the Canadian tour operators, travel agents, media and of course a big thank you also to the embassy to our consulates in um, Vancouver and in Montreal for all your great support. Thank you I'm happy to pass that on. Um, as you mentioned uh, there's not always dark uh, in times of crisis. Crises can also be a, a time of opportunity. Um, did COVID allow for any kind of innovation in tourism or, or the kind of major considerations how tourism could look post-pandemic? Yes, um, so we are working and have launched the concept of, we call it Swiss-stainable. So that's a bit of a play on words, you know, between Switzerland and sustainable. We as Switzerland, maybe we are already a hidden champion when it comes to, you know, public transport and recycling and, you know, energy efficient buildings. And we want to talk more about that. And we see that there is a big need and demand from people now to travel more in a sustainable way. 
So this means, for instance, you travel by train, um, 90% of the electricity on our Swiss trains is from clean renewable energy and also many new experiences. We call them Swiss sustainable experiences that we are launching now with our partners across Switzerland. And it's, it's really nice. I think this has given us even more of an opportunity to work on that, to promote that. And of course, I hope that many Canadians will get to enjoy it this summer or this fall or the next year. Mm -hmm. One of the things uh, just right before COVID that was often talked about was the question of over-tourism. Mm. Obviously, uh, you ended up facing the exact opposite. The pendulum swung in the other extreme almost. Um, what is your take on, on that question for Switzerland, given the, the tight space in Switzerland? Yeah, you're absolutely right. I mean, we went from uh, best record year to basically hardly any tourists from, from North America and from Canada. Um, I think it has given us the opportunity to rethink tourism, how we want to promote our country. And um, what we really want is to showcase all of Switzerland, not just certain destinations. And this is why we launched this grand tour of Switzerland, which I can highly recommend to everybody. If you go to Switzerland, the grand tour of Switzerland by train or by electric car, so that's another sustainable experience. You see beautiful, tiny, small villages. You go to places you have never heard before and might not be able to pronounce, you know, the first time, but you will be very happy. And this is really what we want. We want Canadians to see all four language regions of Switzerland. And it's not enough, you know, if you had a layover in Zurich or in Geneva, you really need to go and see more of Switzerland. Mm -hmm. Uh, as we say in Switzerland, nach dem Regen scheint die Sonne. Uh, Medford basically describes uh, that after the difficult times, there is a silver lining on the horizon. Um, and there seems to be one right now. Uh, we just learned that Canada is uh, getting onto the green list, uh, which means basically that uh, travels from Canada are allowed to enter Switzerland with or without vaccinations as per uh, July 19th. Um, that must be very uh, positive news for you. Yes, very much so. I mean, we are we are happy. And uh, every morning after my second coffee, I check the fully vaccinated rate here in, in Canada, and we're up to 50% now. So if Canadians are fully vaccinated, they can travel to Switzerland uh, without a test, without having to quarantine. So it's really easy now to experience Switzerland again for fully vaccinated Canadians. All they have to do is to fill out uh, a quick short form online with you know, name and address and where they will be staying. But the news are of course very encouraging. And we also see from Swiss International Airlines, our dear partners, you know, they are increasing the flight frequencies from Canada to Switzerland and the same is with Air Canada. So we are hopeful. And um, my dad was uh, besides an engineer also in the, in the wine business. So he always told me, Pascal, you have to be patient. The harvest will come. And we very much hope there will be a good harvest and a, a late summer and a, a late fall. Mm -hmm. Are there specific programs? Uh... I guess you have a platform also to present a little bit of a, an advertisement here. Uh, are there specific programs or tours that you would like to indicate that might be of interest for the traveling starved Canadians? 
Yes, we do. I mean, it's it's funny. Everybody now asks after the second shot, Pascal, where can I go? Where can I travel? So we have a great Switzerland promotion on train tickets. It's called the Swiss Travel Pass, which includes all trains, all, all boats, buses, 500 museums, 30 castles, many either discounts or mountain excursions, or some are even fully included. And we have a 25% discount on this Swiss Travel Pass. So you find all information on myswitzerland.com and um, you can book it by the end of July. So until July 31st, you get a discount of 25%. And the very good news is you can travel, you can choose your travel date within the next 11 months. So you have almost a year to choose when you will then go to Switzerland. So we give you not only a great price and value for money, but also a lot of flexibility. And yeah, if you have a good time, please send me a picture when you're on the Bernina Express or Glacier Express or one of the many beautiful scenic trains we have in Switzerland. One, one can sense that you're a very gifted communicator and, and how close at heart the tourism world is to you. Uh, nevertheless, I would like to ask you some personal question to, to end uh, this conversation. What are your personal favorite places in Switzerland? Uh, I, I know you do a lot of outdoor activities. Um, when you go to Switzerland, not as Pascal Prince, the tourism manager, but as Pascal Prince, the Swiss person who loves to travel, where, where do you go? Yeah, so our next trip with my family is to Val Bregaglia in the canton of Graubünden, where I grew up. I, have, I haven't been actually to Solio. It's a, a hidden gem, uh, you know, in the southern valleys, Italian-speaking valleys of Graubünden. And I definitely want to go there uh, to enjoy the gastronomy, but then also to do some hiking, some wildlife watching. And yeah, I'm really excited for that next trip. Then, of course, I also I like wine a lot. So uh, who doesn't who doesn't like the Ticino? You know, the the white Merlot and and all the, all the good food. Um, I also really like the Lake Geneva, Lavo region, and um, yeah, the Bernese Oberland. I, I have many favorite places in Switzerland. Okay, there's probably not enough holidays to cover all of those places <laughs> no, in, in, one, no. in one trip. Great. Well, it was very nice having you with us today, Pascal Prince. Um, I hope that the travel season and the tourism industry as a whole can recover and uh, look forward to, to seeing you at one of these events uh, here in Canada or maybe on a train in Switzerland if I ever get to go back there and travel myself. Thank you so much. I wish you Urs, all the best. And to all of you listeners, when you go to Switzerland, of course, I wish you a wonderful trip. Thank you. Have a good day.